Hello and welcome to For Heaven's Sake, a Seventh Heaven podcast. We are your co-hosts, Lady J. And T. How are you, T? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Yeah? I'm a little tired, I'll um, be honest. <laughs> yeah. I made the mistake of like over-napping in the middle of the day. <laughs> you know how you do? And now I'm like, I just want to sleep. <laughs> yeah, I want to nap. <laughs> it's just one of those days. It's been tough, too, because I've been working from home all week. So my like schedule and everything is just off Your like routine. my routine yeah like I, I don't know what time it is ever like it's all just blurring into <laughs> one big lump of time like I don't it's weird but um but other than that I'm good <laughs> oh that just okay yeah, I'm excited to continue along this season 10 journey yeah you know I, I'm gonna make I'm gonna maybe make a bold statement here Ooh, I think their season 10 this entire season whatever is probably going to be their best i hate to like agree with you so boldly but i think i, I think you're right i think not that, that i hate to agree with you you know what i mean i, like, know. I hate to like also jump on that bandwagon yeah. and then we both have nowhere to go from here but like i think i agree with you i know watch next episode i hate it throw it in the trash <laughs> But I I don't know. It's it's off to a really good start. Here's what I'll say. Might be my favorite season. I think what I'm loving about it so far, and I mean we're only two episodes in, so I know. Like, let's like grain of salt this for sure. But I know. what I'm loving about it is like it seems to be very focused on the characters. Yeah. And like not so much the bullshit extra, you know, what new message are we going to have today? Yeah. But like it seems to be really focused on these characters, what they're doing, what they're thinking and yeah. feeling, which has always been for me what I liked about this show. It, yeah. Like, it's the only thing that that keeps me like engaged or whatever. I think the storytelling so far in this season is actually kind of telling me what this show should have been five or six years ago. Or yes. maybe maybe this is how it should have started with this tone, yes. with like this kind of focus. This is how it should have started. Or I, you know, but whatever. Should've it's done. Yeah. I know. But yeah, I totally agree with you. I think we're in for an, for an interesting, if not exciting ride yeah. this season. But again, this can all go to shit tomorrow. Oh, for <laughs> sure. For sure. Like, no doubt about it. <laughs> this show has proven like a million times over that... They don't know how to keep a good thing going. I know. <laughs> like, it's just, yeah. So, yeah, it can all become a nightmare tomorrow. But mm-hmm. for now, episode 1002, oh. titled Home Run. Mm. Um, not too shabby. Not too shabby. No. Uh, the Amazon Prime spoily for this episode is Kevin makes a surprising career move. And the DVD description, as always, is way more in-depth. Eric has his hands full with both the Colonel and Ruthie. Kevin quits his job while, may, uh, while Lucy may be forced out of hers. Martin can't accept impending fatherhood. Mm. I will say, Martin's actions in this episode, as they were in the last one, are shocking. I know. In this one. He... Uh, or again, for someone that is raised to be loyal and honorable, I'm not hating seeing a frightened boy. It but sucks. But he's not frightened. He's, he's in just f- denial. Yeah, complete. But, but okay. Yeah, but 
it, <laughs> fear. Well, I mean, you sure. You get what right. I mean? Like he's in complete denial and I'm glad they're exploring it. Like it sucks that I'm seeing Martin behave this way because yeah. I can talk a lot of shit about Martin. Yeah. But good on the show that are like, you know what? I'm going to show a different side of Martin saying he is not going to do the right thing. He's in shock and he's in complete denial. Well, and not just a different side of Martin, but a different side altogether. Yeah. Like in every other uh, up to this point in all other previous nine seasons or whatever, yeah. anytime there's like an unexpected pregnancy or an out of wedlock pregnancy type of storyline, it's always like, well, you guys are going to get married, right? Like, yeah. But in this one, they are, like you said, like they're taking a different tack and they're like, Okay, let's explore what happens when the guy doesn't yeah. want to take responsibility. Like we've seen we've seen in previous episodes when someone is pregnant, the guy had no idea. The guy mm-hmm. has no clue that his girlfriend or his ex or whatever oh, right. is pregnant. I, f- I forgot who you're talking about, but yes, yeah, I they have now. no idea. Or when they are committed, but somehow they're apart from each other. They kept them separated. I don't know. Or he's not in the picture. It's it, it's that. I think this is the first time we're seeing a struggle and I'm okay with that. Yeah. Let me see what you do. And I will say I'm not, once again, I'm not hating on Sandy either. I'm, I'm really liking what Haley Duff is putting down. Yeah. I I hear what you're saying. She's just balls out. Doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Is going to make whatever she needs to do happen. I think for her, it's like, this is not a conversation. Like, this is not an option. Like, yeah. I'm having this baby and you are the father. So you better, like, sh- like step up and show up because, yeah. like, what the hell, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Actually, that whole conversation or whatever, I would say the first half of the conversation that she and Simon have in this episode mm-hmm. when they're at school. Right. And she's like talking, she's like, she's like commiserating with him about like, what, you know, have you talked to Martin? Da, 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 whatever. Mm-hmm. And Simon says like some pretty, I don't know. I don't know what the right word is. Like salient points. Okay. I guess, right. Okay. Like he, like he has a point, especially about the whole like wait for him thing. Yeah. You know, like, like, give him a second okay. or whatever. He can't just ignore me. I'm sure he's in a state of shock. Yeah, so am I. He's a senior in high school. You set me up with him. No, I didn't exactly set you up with him. The two of you came out for pizza with Rose and me, and then you took him off for a tour of the campus, which turned into you two jumping into bed together. And if he didn't have enough sense to use some form of protection, then maybe you should have taken on the responsibility and then you wouldn't be in this situation. Okay, one, that's a really insensitive thing to say at a time like this. And two, it's not like I tried to get pregnant. It just happened. It just happened? How about you and Martin made it happen? What are you so angry about? What am I so angry about? He came up here to see me. To see what college is all about. Now he may never get to go to college, and you may never finish college, because the two of you have a responsibility that neither one of you intended to have. Okay, never mind. This is not the clip I thought it was. Oh. <laughs> but it's a good one. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think it's I think it's Simon, too, like, dealing with his own emotions about this whole thing. Yeah, it's almost like uh, his PTSD just came yeah, out. You know exactly. what I mean? And because like it almost happened to him. Yeah. And but so this he, one is actually pregnant. Well, yeah. <laughs> and it's not him. You yeah. Know what I mean, so he's sort of like 
I don't know. It's a little bit of, I don't know though. Why is Sandy talking to him? Like, because he's Martin's, because he's the connection to Martin. Yeah. Um, yeah. (sighs) Is it bad that when, Rose walks it, walks up and sees them hugging because he's like comforting her or whatever. Is it bad that my first thought was like, "Good, be jealous and break up with him"? <laughs> no, I because you want so, an out for yes. Simon. Oh my I God. hear you. Cause I, I literally wrote, "Is this his out?" Yeah, because <laughs> I, I want an out for him as well. But Rose isn't that easy to no, kick out. No, she's not going to roll over no, that quick. No, not at all. She's going to see that. Oh, Simon might have a wandering eye. Well, don't worry. I'll make sure it's nailed to me. That's why she's like, I want to move up our wedding. Let's get married after Thanksgiving. Let's do it. So, <sighs> Fucking nightmare. The way I just stuttered is kind of <laughs> like how Simon does. Yeah, dude. You can see this like creeping like freak out. Yeah. Like rush over him as she's like, here's what I think. I think at Thanksgiving, let's go tell everyone we're getting married. We'll honeymoon over the holidays. We'll come back to school. Everything will be great. Da 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 da. Like, where do you? Oh lo- my god, she's in La La Land. <sighs> I don't know though. She's in delu. Okay, she's just delusional. Maybe. I also just think she's that fucking crazy. Like, no, that, yeah, she's nuts. No, but I mean, like, I meant like, like that's actually. She knows that's the game she wants to play. It's like she yeah. wants to speed this thing up so that it's over and it's done and it's locked down. I want to understand why she wants to get married, why she's pushing this. I really want to know this because we don't know don't much know. of her history. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. We ha- We've never met her family. Exactly. Neither has Simon. So yeah, neither has Simon. So I'm actually kind of curious, like, what makes this girl behave this way? I'm really tempted to find out because she behaves like she's extremely privileged and everything that she wants happens. Like anything yeah. that she wants happens. Yeah. She, or she makes sure it gets done. It's one well, or the like, other. Like the whole meeting Colonel and Ruth thing. Like yeah. she refuses to leave until they've arrived and she's met them. Yeah. And like you can tell Simon's so uncomfortable. It's like soups awkward she's for like the to, Colonel and the Ruth. The yeah. Ruth. <laughs> Ruth. <laughs> and the Colonel and Ruth. Like she's making herself permanent. I like, love family. Mm. Do you, bitch? Barf on With me. all the shit you were talking in that house and outside of that house and within the family in front of them? Do I you? Know. Do you? Such a ugh, like. She's a rotten person. What? Like, I don't understand what Simon sees in her. He's stupid. That's it. He's just fucking stupid. No, you know what it is? Is I know that was a likes, careless way of doing it. No, but he is stupid. You're right. But like. He, I mean, because he said it, he likes the way she makes him feel, which means it's working. You know what I because mean? Because she's like, dictating like, how yeah, he feels. Yeah, exactly. Like, her fucking game is working. He was traumatized by the pregnancy, the STD scare, and now this one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, come on, Simon. Wake up. Like, wake up, dude. Wake up, baby. Go back to being the spirit animal we know you are and could be. Right? The best spirit animal once upon a time. Like, I felt like I got a glimpse of it when he was shaking Sandy. Like, where he's like, he's like, uh, how is this my problem, bitch? Like, you guys are the ones that fucked. Like, like, (laughs) how is this my problem, bitch? (laughs) I wish he said it like that. (laughs) Bitch. No, sorry. (laughs) Imagine. 
imagine those words coming out of Simon's mouth. Damn, what kind of Seventh Heaven are we watching now? I know. <laughs> fanfic. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm all over the fanfic boards. No, I'm not. Um, yeah, it's like, it's just so infuriating seeing him go through all this shit with Sandy. She's really I mean, Sandy, with Rose. She's really scary. I'm just like, she I'm, really is. I'm expecting to see a knife come from like her back you, pocket. Like, like, hi, this is like, what's that movie? The movie attraction? That they, no, the <laughs> one that they keep remaking. Like they did it with Beyonce and then they did it with Catherine Heigl, you know, where there's hey, like a married guy yeah. and he's cheating on his wife. And then the, and then he decides to not cheat anymore. And then the one he was cheating with goes fucking crazy. There's and, like, so many of everyone. them. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. they keep remaking it. But this, she's like that person. She's like that mistress that you fucked once and you're like, oh my God, holy shit, like now she's going to kill my entire family. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Simon, you got to start praying again, man. You might get what you want. I know. Say, I don't want this wedding to happen. Praying is what got him into this mess in the first place because it was his promise to God that he made that like landed all this marriage conversation with Rose in his lap. Well, I know. I know. I don't know. He's just still making dumb decisions. He sucks at picking girls lately. He really does. He really does. You might argue he always has, except for Dina. Dina. she's just on a fucking pedestal Dina is like his anomaly imagine if she comes back at the end and she looks at him like the fuck you've been doing no imagine like that was like his like always gonna be his soulmate like and then they get back together in the end (gasps) that would be so amazing if only seventh heaven thought of that (laughs) i mean we don't know i don't know if she's not coming back i just don't think think i don't i don't think she is i'm still gonna keep my hope alive God. Um, okay, so let's switch gears a little bit. I want to talk about this love quadrangle, or maybe I don't even know what it is, between Meredith and Jack and Ruthie uh, and kind of Martin, I guess. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> which part? All of it. Like, okay, so... Jack is over at the house playing cards. Yeah. Are they playing poker? Who cares? I don't know what they're playing. With Meredith and Ruthie. Yeah. And Lucy walks in with the baby Mm -hmm. and Jack does that whole thing. Again, everything Jack does makes me not trust him. Like, he's so weirdly, like, perfect, I guess, that it's, like, sketchy. And kind of a step ahead of you. A little bit. A little bit. I'm great with kids. Leave her to me. Yeah. I'm like, what the, what? what? Like, and Lucy's like, okay. <laughs> like, yeah. Weird. And especially because they keep like shoving in our heads. Like, I'm only 18. I'm only 18. And I'm like, are you though? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Are you just like a narc or something? Like, what is your deal, Jack? You look like you're 30. Yeah. So imagine Martin's dad and Jack are some like CIA operative undercover people. <laughs> Are we watching the same show? <laughs> okay, but even the <laughs> colonel says it in this episode. He's like, I want to meet your dad and learn what all this landscape yeah, is yeah, about. Yeah. Which I think there's going to be some big reveal I'm somewhere down the line. It. Me too. It's Langley exciting. is paying uh, this guy to kick it at Glen Oaks. You <laughs> yeah, know? Yeah. And like, just look out for the crime yeah, yeah, over yeah. there. Some shit might be going like, down. Well, I mean, as we saw in the first moments of this episode, fucking kids with guns apparently in the snow globe called Glen Oak. What kids with guns? I'm kidding. I remember. 
Uh, let's put a pin in that for a second. I want to go back to this Jack thing. Okay, pin so, in. <laughs> so he's there and he's like immediately on to these girls. He's like, he's like one last round. I'm, I'm the pot or like, or yeah. whatever. like, like what are so, we betting on me or something? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, Jack, like interesting game is strong with this one. Like, yeah. okay. So, then, of course, you get the sense, like, or not the sense, but, like, you're told that Lucy and Eric are not into this whole Jack thing. Obviously, well, we know Eric's not into Eric's this whole Eric's not Jack into thing. it. I, I watched that scene twice okay. to understand Ruthie's attitude to Lucy. I watched it twice to see if it was actually warranted. Yeah. It's not. Well, insofar as... She's just being 16. Well, maybe, but Lucy is on the side of don't date him. He's too old for you. No, she's just stating facts. She goes, he's older, so she will she will mature. That's it. She's just stating facts. She's not even putting her opinion. That is true. She's just like, from what she's seen. But, this see, is, but she's not helping. Like, from Ruthie's I, perspective, like, yeah. like, she wants Lucy to be her big sister and have her back and, like, you yeah. know, help her case and whatever. And Lucy's not. To your point, Lucy's just being Switzerland in this event. Yeah, she's just stating facts. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to hear if there is an attitude like, no. But, but saying to Eric, yeah. yes, she will mature if she dates an older guy, is, is basically saying, like... Yeah this is a bad idea because she's going to mature too quickly or whatever. You know what I mean? So from Ruthie's perspective, cause she's already pissed at Eric and life yeah. and everything like from Ruthie's perspective, she's like, Oh, now you're on my shit list too. Like yeah. you're both on my shit list. Like stop talking to me. Like it's a little annoying to see Ruthie like this, but I'm actually, I I'm still on the ride for it only because I want to see how it plays out with this girl. She is boy crazy. I think just as she was last season. She's boy crazy now yeah. because she's really gung ho on this Jack. It's like, ja- it's, a, it's a little too much where I'm like, honey, are you sure you're going to put all of this on the line for this guy? What is he, what is he proven to you to make sure that? Yes, I want him. I want to know. Yeah. Oh, cause what? He's a senior. Like what's about him? I don't know. Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Like she's probably just into him, you know what I mean? I know like, sixteen, whatever when hormonal. You're 16, yes, sixteen. Like everything Thanks. is the last. It's like do or die. Like if it's not and this it one, I'll die. It, you know, it like, is do or die because the way she like marches up to Lucy and Eric in the backyard. I don't want any of you in my life, and blah blah blah. Like I'm not in yours. I just want a place where I can sleep and eat and do mm-hmm. my shit and call it a day. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute, but why for this guy? Who is this guy? I don't know. And and it kind of puts a bad taste in your mouth when you're like, wait a minute. Y- already, my guards are up when it comes to Jack. And I can't hate yeah. on it. I can't hate on him because I'm not seeing anything crazy or questionable yet. Because he's just there. I, know, I don't really get it. Like, I don't yeah. know what Eric's hesitation is. Like, if it's just the age thing, yeah. fuck that noise. Because really, it's just a number. And we know Ruthie is mature. And we yeah. know, like, you know, and really, you know, you actually, I take it back. I know exactly what Eric's problem is. It's sex. He's so singly focused on sex, 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 because of all the whole Simon drama. That, like, he's just, he will protect Ruthie's hymen at all costs. Awesome. Like, like, but mind you, she rode horses. She's probably already lost it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he will be like, he will not allow any thought or or potential or like the risk of Ruthie having sex early. Yeah, happen. But 
You should know that kid. I know. Meaning Ruthie. She she does not want it. The first words out of her mouth to every guy she's ever been with is like, I don't even like being kissed in public, dude. Like, she's not about that life. She's not. And another thing, I know that Eric has questioned who Mary has dated or even Lucy. I know he's done that. But this look is, how that worked out. I know, right? But not only that, though, it would last like half an episode at the most, maybe. But I understand this episode is still Sunday. It's still Sunday that trickles into Monday. Correct. This is like, right? the, like the to be continued from the yeah. previous. Yeah. So it's still Sunday trickling into Monday, whatever, the beginning of the week. Yes. But but no, he tell he tells Ruthie flat out, like, why don't you have him come over a few more times before I fully vet him and let you know what what my deal, what my answer yeah. is or whatever. It's like, uh, listen, my point is this, like, actually, it's not my point. But the thing I want to say before I forget to is like, I thought teenage angst Ruthie would annoy me more Mm -hmm. and it's not she's Mm -hmm. not annoying me I think I'm like I'm like getting her you know what I mean like like for the first time I'm like fully in in with her for her journey (laughs) like 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 the things that she's going through the thoughts she's expressing if not always having or whatever like like I get her you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and I think it's, I think it was important that they explore this because because Mary and Lucy never had these phases when they were her age. I mean, like, they they never acted like this. They never, like, flat out, like, slammed doors and, you know. Not only that, though, but Ruthie has a pretty fucking solid foundation of yeah. who she is. Yeah. She's, she's stronger in that sense. Um. And she won't shut up. And I mean that. And I mean that in a great way. I like like I, she's not going away. No, no. Yeah. And that's it. I'm here for it. She like it can kind of annoy me where I'm like, oh, OK, like I can get over it. Is, you know what I mean? Or I wanted I wanted to be over because I'm like, uh, you know what it is? It, but it can I'm be okay a little with one note sometimes. That's what it is. Yeah, that's what it is. But yeah, like when it comes to Martin and Ruthie, whatever they're exploring I'm I'm down for this. I'm yeah. down to see what's happening. I don't care if I get annoyed or if I get squeamish or if I I'm okay with that. Maybe I should be feeling these things when I watch it. A part right? of me thought for a split second. I don't actually think this will happen, but seeing Simon and Sandy together and like knowing their history and stuff. Uh, a part of me started to percolate on like what could happen throughout the rest of the season, right? Mm-hmm. And I could see a universe in which Simon ends up with Sandy Same. and raises that baby as his Same. own and like Rose is left in the dust because he gives a fuck and that allows Martin to be with Ruthie although how do you clear Martin's conscience of that yeah like how do you make that okay for Martin to just pretend like he never had a kid uh, yeah is gonna be questionable Wait a minute. so like truly they, they didn't use protection I guess not right not from what we're being told I know, <sighs> fucking stupid. So stupid. I guess this is why people are always saying teens shouldn't have sex because they're fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah. Like they don't make smart choices. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, God. I know. You're going to college. You don't have protection. I know. I know. I mean, I get 
No, see, I don't get it. I still, I'm still struggling, I think, in my own mind to come to the terms of like, Martin went up to visit Simon and was so into Sandy that he couldn't control himself and fucked her. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I want to know how that happened because we know Martin. Like, we know Martin. We he's like the fucking king of self control. I know, but we're not we're not um, horny teenage boys. And we're also not Haley Duff. <laughs> also that. So I don't know, man. It's I, like I, it's I, just really frustrating. This whole thing is like starting to really like all like all everything that happened at the end of last season, leading into this one. It's got me. A, it's given me a lot of like anxiety. Yeah. Like. I'm really agitated. I also think it's because for the first time ever, like they're not just giving us everything. Like I know they're like fucking slow so, burning it, I man. Know. And I'm like, I need answers. So I need to know what's going to happen. So I'm like listening to whatever scenes that happen between Sandy and Martin or Sandy and Simon. I'm trying to see if there is a crack in the story, mm. but I'm not getting any, nothing as of right now. You mean like a clue or a hint that this is going to fall apart or it's not Martin's. I know. No, Imagine I'm pretty it's sure it's, Yeah, but when did they fuck? Two they weeks fucked? before they met before he met Rose. Is that we know that? They yes. said that? Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Tea. They mentioned you just this. Blew this thing wide open. Because I didn't realize it was that soon. Because what if it's Simon's? Well, fucking a. She might as well be second scare for Simon. Sorry, but but it's <laughs> not a scare. I know. But also too though. Okay, so she and Martin had sex in June. Yeah, which would mean that she and Simon would have had to have sex like in April or May. Or whatever, yeah. She wouldn't she be showing by now if it's September? That's true. Yeah, she's super flat. Maybe, <laughs> maybe she is faking it. Mm. I mean, what did I say? We never saw her pee on that stick. That's true. I don't know, man. This whole thing is like giving me so much anxiety. I'm, I, I want to. I again, <laughs> like I, I want to see what happens. <laughs> I just can't believe that we're gonna see Martin as a baby daddy. So you know what I love too is huh. our listeners, most of them anyway, know what's gonna happen. I know. <laughs> They're all probably just like screaming at their cars or yeah. their phones, like, this is what's happening, and we don't know. We won't know until we Someone's see gonna, it. It's not his kid. <laughs> Someone's like, there wasn't even a kid. I don't know what that is, but I'm guessing. <laughs> well, I'm I'm gonna have two I'm, different people saying a different thing. I know. In my mind, it's one of the, one of them is screaming this one, and that one's the right one. I don't know. <laughs> oh my god i have no idea that's what i love about this whole podcast is like we don't know i know anything ever when did we care that's a real question (laughs) i cared like probably back in like 97 (laughs) (laughs) um okay so Let's talk about Kevin here and and well and Lucy by proxy I suppose. You know, some kid said hey and he said hey and then dude, that was some weird dark shit. Like yeah. the when Kevin pulled his gun on that kid, I know. I was like Kevin, don't shoot him. Kevin, don't shoot him. Yeah. Oh my god, if this is going to be a story about how Kevin shot a kid, I know. I can't handle it. That, mm, yeah. And it very easily could have been. Yeah, I'm glad definitely. it wasn't that. I don't quite understand how this was Kevin's fault, though. Like, mm. when Michaels tells him, like, you let your guard down. How did you turn your back to him? I'm like, how? what? 
Like he was walking to the car. The kid was behind him. Like I, what was he would back up to his car? Like that's the thing. I have no idea. I don't know how he let his guard down. I I don't know how how you could say it that yeah. way is what I, yeah. Yeah, I, like like what what in Kevin's actions equals he let his guard down. Yeah. I don't know. And then, you know, that look that he has once he realized a kid has ran away but like he didn't fire. Yeah. Well, and he almost runs after him and then his partner has to be like, we don't know what's waiting in that alley. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. stay put right now. Yeah. Like, and which is smart, obviously. Mm-hmm. It could be a trap. Absolutely. Yeah. If that kid has a gun, he's obviously part of some gang or something. He's obviously affiliated. Yeah. <laughs> Just get a gun like for no reason. It's kind of sad. It's terrible. And also too, like, I mean, okay, on the one hand, I don't love that Kevin's going to be a stay-at-home daddy. I think he needs more of a storyline to keep him going, frankly. (laughs) Like, I don't know that there's going to be anything here to mine for his character. Just, like, him staying with Savannah and stuff. But Mm -hmm. I also just, I don't think that this is fair to him. Like, the character. Like, it's not fair to Kevin the cop that, like, something like this happens. And he's like all I could think about was my wife and daughter and like, I'm not cut out to be a cop anymore. Yeah. I'm like, but you've been doing it your whole life. Like, yeah. Calm down. <laughs> like, I guess plenty of cops are fathers and husbands. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I guess, but whatever they're trying to, I don't know. I think they're trying to make a statement. Like, look how bold we are. Kevin's going to be going from being a cop to a stay-at-home daddy. I know. And I'm just like, okay, whatever. Maybe in 06, that was a big fucking deal. But, like, it's just not, you yeah. know? And it's just not realistic to me. Like, Kevin, misogynistic, macho fucking Kevin, is not going to be the one who's like, all he could think about was my daughter and my wife and, like, blah, blah. And then he says it. It's just, like, too much. Like, I can't. Mm. I don't buy it. I don't like it. I'm yeah. not Kevin's biggest fan, but this kind of sucks for him. Uh, well, I know. Because, like, the way that they had written him out last season and then this, you're like, how? How did he get here? In one in one incident, I'm seeing that, oh, like you said, my my mind is on my da- daughter and my wife. and Yeah. But that really wasn't an issue. So you're like, how did we get here? I get it. But again, to be fair, he hasn't been working for very long. Like, remember, because he took several months off after Savannah Mm -hmm. was born. So he's probably only been back on the force for like a couple of weeks or a few months or whatever. Mm -hmm. So in terms of like, you know, time in service with a daughter, you know, like whatever. Like, I can see how it just now occurred to him. Like, fuck, my my job is dangerous or whatever. But still, like... You just talk buy to it. talk to other cops who are fathers. Get some help. See a therapist. Like yeah, man. you know, there's ways to do it. Like, yeah, Sergeant don't Michaels, just give up your life. Yeah, sir, wait, what is he, Sergeant or Detective? I think he's Which Captain you, now. Okay, yeah. When Captain, I'm the Captain now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when the Captain tells you, whoa, whoa, whoa! I told you to think about it. Don't make a rash. Like you know, yeah. Take his advice. Usually he's the Camden's guardian angel. Maybe he's yours right now in this season. So I mean, he's Kevin's basically a Camden at this point. Yeah, that's why. So just, you know, take it on. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, we'll see, I suppose. But the problem is, is he doesn't even tell Lucy. No. He's just like, oh, I'm I'm on vacation. Like, I have a few days off. I'll stay, you know, whatever. And so, like, Lucy's just like. Wait a minute. But don't think. But 
but don't they fuck it out? <laughs> they do fuck it out. <laughs> and he kind of says, he's like, nope, we're about to have another fight. Like, right? Well, right. Because and he's all ready for the fights. It's really funny. It's really funny. So, no, it becomes a fight when she learns the truth, right? Because yeah. um, I can't remember who spills the beans on that... I think, no, I think he just tells her about, like, I think we're about to have another argument saying that, like, I I left the force and I'm going to be a stay-at-home dad. I think he says that. Like, as he's holding Savannah oh, in the right. room. You're right. Because cause that first, she was like, oh... I'm like why are you home and blah blah yeah because she walks in you're home early and they're arguing about who's gonna give her a bath that's right that thank you i was like yeah. well, what was the thing that that she was like we're not gonna fuck over this and yeah then and he like, goes all right well, well this was this, that. that's right <laughs> it was that right because she was out doing church business all day whatever yeah. and he was home with savannah and so she's she comes home and she's like oh you're here and he's all like up in sav's business and yeah. shit, you know and like take her to the park and give her a bath and whatever and she's feeling a little like jelly left out yeah and so she's like i want to give my daughter a bath whatever and he's like i got it dude yeah <laughs> like, like chill and then, so that's when they start to like get all tense and then he tells her i quit and i'm gonna stay home yeah <laughs> and she's like okay cut to they're like rushing out of the bedroom half dressed because ruth walks in i love it her hair is all like flowy and, and a little bigger fucked up her shirt's unbuttoned yeah you see kevin in the back like like sucking his shirt <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny dude and ruth is like not an idiot like okay we know the colonel is awesome right like yeah and we'll talk more about him in this episode but like I don't think I ever gave Ruth enough credit for how fucking badass yeah, she dude. is. Dude. Yeah, yeah. She's like, she comes over to tell Kevin that she can't go to the park with him uh-huh. because she and the Colonel are going to take a drive up the coast or whatever. Yeah. And Lucy's like, oh, well, that sucks because like I was hoping to talk to you about, you know, like actually, you know what? Play okay. it. Yeah. Let's just listen to it. I wanted to ask you, yesterday you said you knew I would figure out a way to balance working and and a baby in. Oh, I hardly said that. Well, I don't even think that's possible. Oh, please. Everyone's talking about balance these days. What for? Like happiness. I think balance is way overrated. I I don't see why it's even an issue. I mean, did your father ever worry about balance raising a family and working no did your grandfather oh no so why is it your big issue why is it an issue at all if you ask me i think it's a luxury to even worry about such things lucy you do what you have to do and if time and money allow well then you can worry about all your choices that are so nice to have these days (laughs) goodbye kids she's awesome i completely agree with everything she's saying in this yeah it's nice to have choices and those are your worries fuck yeah it's not just that part of it though it's the it's the it's the nugget thought or whatever that like you do what you gotta do yeah it's like there's no such thing as having it all there's no such thing as balancing and doing you know like splitting yourself in half and being a mom and a wife and having a career no you just do the shit you gotta do yeah and and like 
And then, of course, yeah, how lucky are you that you have the privilege of even considering yeah. your options or whatever. But, like, there was, there's this new show on NBC, I think, called I Feel Bad. Mm-hmm. Amy Poehler's producing it. It's basically, like, every episode tackles, like, a different thing that, like, wives and mothers yeah. who are working, like, people, like feel bad about right like in in terms of their lives Mm -hmm. right and the most recent one at least the one that i saw is she feels bad because she is like she doesn't know how to split herself in two and like be everywhere at once you know Mm -hmm. like she has this like work deadline thing and she designed this new video game and she's gonna take it to market and she's got to be there for the meeting yeah whatever mind you her daughter's having a dance recital and she's got to be the dance mom and bring the oranges and be there at rehearsals Uh. and all this shit and she's like she's literally at one point like cannot be in two places at once and she doesn't know how to do it and it's like it's fucking terrible, but you know what? You got to show up to your pitch if that's what's going to be happening. Yeah. And your daughter's going to get over it if you're not in the stands at her rehearsal. You know yeah. what I mean? Or vice versa or whatever. Like, I don't know. It's just... You make it count where it needs to count. Exactly. I don't know. Again, isn't it... Uh, I mean, okay, I'm, I'm speaking from... I'm, I have no experience on how to raise a kid. But isn't it all just trial and error <laughs> in the end? That's what it seems to be. Right? Like, there is no fucking playbook. No. There isn't. That spawn. And it's not just about motherhood or parenthood either. Yeah. It's life. There's no playbook to life. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. from minute to minute, we're all making decisions and choices. Yeah. Do we go left or do we go right? Do we stand here or do we sit? Like, yeah. everything is a choice. And, it, and you know, not even a choice, but, like, everything is just, like, we're just doing our best living life, yep. you know? And, like... We're, are we going to make mistakes? Fuck yeah. yeah. You know? And are we going to sometimes be amazing and kick ass? Fuck yeah. Like, yeah. you know, I don't know. I don't know. So I feel like Ruth telling Lucy that, especially in light of now Kevin, like sort of unilaterally deciding he's staying home, yeah. like gives her the wings she needs yeah. to like soar uh-huh. straight into a glass window when she talks to Eric. <laughs> okay. So am I to believe now the sermon that she gave mm-hmm. pissed is, everyone off, pissed everybody off. But am I now to believe that what she was doing was voicing her fears and doubts for being a stay at home mom and a working mother? I because think, she pissed off both sides. Yes. I now that now that I've had some time to think about it and obviously watching this episode and getting yeah. that perspective or whatever, like I think it's not that she necessarily had a stance per se. I don't think she did. I think right? she was just sort of thinking out loud and like, you know, voicing the thoughts and and sort of like that like that struggle that that one might have you know what i mean like of like making a decision one way or another like am i gonna stay at home am i gonna work like yeah i think she was sort of doing her own like working it out yeah on the pulpit you know uh and i think it pissed people off because it was long and a little boring and also because you know depending on what side of the coin you land on it for sure tapped into both sides insecurities Exactly. exactly so now she's up against it What's that guy's name? The guy that Joe? No, what's his name? Lou. Lou. <laughs> I couldn't think of his name. Oh yeah, because he goes into her office and I mean into his, his office. Yeah, yeah. Luke tells Eric like you got to kick Lucy out of here. People are not happy. 
it's not going to work out. I like how Eric like tells us, I ain't going to kick you out. Like <laughs> I, I make the, say. yeah, it, I don't give a shit, which I didn't realize that was the case. Like I didn't know that when you've got a board that yeah. the minister, whoever priest, when well, he's not a priest, the father gets, has final say in all decisions. Yeah. I had I, that. I had no idea, yeah. but I suppose someone's got to be the head, right? Yeah, I guess so. But that neck, no. <laughs> what is this big fat Greek wedding? Best movie ever. It really is. I do like that movie. I feel like it holds up. It, like it's fuck still yeah, funny. it does. That the shit still every line still matters. I still quote everything. Yeah. Why you want to leave me? That shit comes out all the time. <laughs> my my favorite is Toast Family. Yeah. <laughs> They're dry. Sorry. <laughs> um. Yeah, so, okay. I love a lot. Which part? About the scene between Lucy and Eric. Lucy and Eric. I, oh. might, I might say I actually love all of it. Like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> because in many ways, like, Lucy for the first time feels like a real person to me. <laughs> like. It's I, true. I almost don't want to play the clip because it's a little... yeah it's a it's a bit like her sermon but like you know the when she says like i don't need you to fight my battles for me like you know i i stand for what i said and i believe in what i said and i'm just gonna have to win them over you know because this is the work i've chosen to get into Mm -hmm. and i really feel like like now she's like fully committed herself to this. Yeah. Like more than like now is the moment. It doesn't hurt, I suppose, that Kevin has made the decision for her. But true. But like she's like, okay, yes, I am not gonna fall back into the sidelines. Like mm-hmm. I'm not gonna be kicked out. Like I'm gonna make this right and I'm gonna reach out to these to, to my community and yeah. I'm gonna do it. Um the part that it gets a little iffy for me, and I don't even say iffy because I do, because I disagree. It's just it's such a big idea I know. to introduce. I know at the tail end of this episode, dude. I, I I I really wrote down what he said that I was like, huh? Are we really bringing this to the table? With thirty seconds left, like I know, like it's not enough time to talk to before be Ruthie about steals this. the scene. Yeah, <laughs> which again, yeah, it's like it's like. If you're gonna bring up this big idea, which we'll get to in a second, at least let it be the thing that hangs yes. over you at the end, like fade to black, Brenda Hampton. Like, yeah. don't just show me Ruthie and like make me laugh for a second. I like, know. Basically, they start. Eric starts talking about how women have been really good for religion, yeah, and are so important for religion, mm-hmm. but that religion hasn't always been good to women, yeah, and that he wants him and Lucy to change that, like one person at a yeah. time, and that you know we like he's 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 like you and I both know that the way to like change the world is to start with our relationships with each other and ourselves and all that Mm -hmm. stuff so that's how you know we start here square one which is very true to eric because we know this is eric's thing like you know he has all these big ideas always and he's always like and we start right here so we start here in my church here in my home whatever 
We saw him do that with foster care. That's right. We saw him do that with uh, someone reach out to somewhere in your community community and extend a hand with mm-hmm. wherever that is. Like find something that you're going to be good at. Yeah, like that, like that year-long project yeah. thing he had everybody so embark on. Maybe this is... Maybe maybe they're gonna have a conversation with women in this season. I wonder. I wonder if this is just a setup to an arc, like I a storyline in this season. But a part of me feels like it's not. Like, when do you think they'll pick that up? Episode eighteen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really, really. Like, a part of me feels like it's not that though, because it felt very contained. Like, I, I feel like he expressed it, and he's like, "And we'll start here." Cut. Like, yeah. you know what I mean. Like, so I feel like. It's just Brenda Hampton being like, I want to talk about women and religion, but I really only have 30 seconds of words to say about it. So here you go, world. I mean, I would hope that they tap into it. But again, I have whatever. What's said and done, it's already done, right? I... And what's the commentary? Is he basically trying to say like they're unkind to you, Lucy, because they're not happy with a woman in power? Because it's the women who are not happy with her. You know what I mean? So like, what is that supposed to even be saying? Like as a, if it, if it is like a, like a commentary on religion or whatever, like, you know, like Brenda Hampton's got a point or whatever. Like if that's the case, what is that point? I don't know. Cause like Lucy touched both sides of a mother and a working mother. She touched both sides and she offended both. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know where this is leading. I don't, uh, maybe, maybe he's giving her a, uh, not a purpose, but I want to say maybe he's just like leaving, leading some breadcrumbs for her. Like, I think this is what you need to talk about. Like, this is, this is going to be your thing. Like, this is what you're going to tackle on that pulpit. Maybe. Interesting. Maybe. Mm. Yeah. No, I think that's valid. I think that's a pretty decent reading on it. Actually. We have no idea if this is happening. We really, it don't. would be awesome though. If, yeah. if that actually happens with Lucy, if she starts tackling this shit, well, it'd be cool. Frankly though, I don't know that she needs to, for me to be satisfied. It's enough for me to know or to take on what you just said and think, okay, the reason he even brought this up in the first place is to, yeah, give her the bread crumbs like whether or not the show takes them you know i frankly don't care i don't think they will and i don't care but like but i because i was struggling with like what was the purpose like just to say it because yeah like don't just say something just to say it like if it's show me the greater purpose have it tie in let me like feel like sit in that and like go like oh shit you know like let me have that feeling of revelation when someone says something big like that like how like you know church hasn't always been or the religion hasn't always been to women like let's do this now like like that's a huge fucking thing to say and then just to be like all right that's it bye yeah I know (laughs) because it's damn like why pepper in something thought provoking like that but not pursue it not just not pursue it but not make it clear what thought it's supposed to yeah like, i know you know what i mean let's see i don't know only episodes will tell i suppose <laughs> um okay so i have a note here that says she's not evil she's just selfish about Rose, about Rose and Simon, which is, I think, the perfect wording, not to backtrack or whatever. I feel like we close the door on Rose and Simon right now, but 
I think that's what I was struggling to to get the words out earlier. Like, I don't think she's batshit. I like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think she's devious. I mean, she is all those things and she's manipulative and whatever. Yeah. But it comes from a place of selfishness. Yeah. yeah. She wants everything. Yeah. She wants to take, take, take. Yeah. It's just natural for her to do that. It's not like she wants to see Simon fall or whatever. Yeah. It's like, or, or she, it's not like she wants to like infiltrate the Camdens she just, or whatever. No, she just wants to consume. Yeah. That's it. She's like a fucking virus. She just wants to consume. Amen. But I'm curious like Simon is comes from a huge family with a lot of siblings. So I'm kind of curious, is Rose an only child? Does she have siblings? Are they just as crazy as I'm she is? I think we're never going to meet her family. Like I know, right? Because I feel like this is going to end before it matters. I hope. Fingers crossed. I know. <laughs> um, I don't want to care about her past, but you already did it to me. Because you're p- bringing her in. Well, and do we end on a note of like when they're going to get married? Did she win the argument or did he? You know, I can't remember. I don't think either of them fully resolved it because no. she's she's like, we're going to get married on Thanksgiving. And he's like, no, we're not. We have a plan. It's May. And that's when I'm going to buy you the ring. And da, 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 da. Yeah. And she's like, hmm, we'll see about that. And like, yeah. they, you know, that's how their story ends. Uh, anyway, peace out. Okay. So that leaves us with the Colonel. Colonel. And then Carlos and all of that fun oh, stuff. Yeah. Um, I kind of want to talk about Colonel. Okay. And sort of all that advice he imparts on Eric and yeah. all that. Because it's just so fun to listen to. It and, is. And it's so like, he just has this way of like cutting through the bullshit, telling you exactly what you need to hear. Mm-hmm. And he's so just like entertaining. You yeah. Know? So... Um, I really didn't think we were going to see the colonel. Why not? We knew that we knew they were coming. I know, you know, I don't know how to explain it. Um, because we hadn't seen Charles in a long time. Like grandpa, grandpa Pete Charles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We hadn't seen, obviously, you know, I just didn't think that they were going to write in the colonel and Ruth in any episode. I don't know why. Oh, I you know- thought they would just be like, talked about but yeah not yeah so yeah. i was just a little surprised and when i saw his face i swear it was like a breath of fresh air all over again and ruth too obviously i know ruth has had some work done i think well, she looked a little clowny <laughs> well i mean yeah she's probably what like 90 <laughs> um so eric walks in to the living room and sees the twins and colonel yeah playing cowboys like they mm-hmm. have like these little wooden guns and they're like pow powing each other pow, pow. And, yeah and they're having a good time and we already know from the previous episode that this is what they do and eric hates it or whatever yeah. so we're like here it comes okay mm-hmm. so eric's like okay let's stop that guys and like takes their guns and then he and the colonel have like a little bit of a spat about you know, I don't like it when you play when you bring these things into my house and like, you know, I don't like them. And and the colonel's like, oh, come on. Like you and your sister used to play with guns all the time. Like, who cares? You know, like, it's not like you don't you haven't done it or whatever. And Eric's like, I'm pretty sure I've never played with guns. He's like, you want the pictures? <laughs> I loved it. What do you think? Do you think he's right? Oh, I think so. I think so, too. I think so. I don't think the colonel would have like bad an eyelash about like them playing that kind of game. He'd be like, hell yeah, I'm joining in. Hell, well, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> so um, so so Eric's like, 
dude, like, I don't give a fuck about the pictures and your memories and shit. Like, I'm telling you, in my house, my children don't play with guns. Like, it's not something we do here. And so that's when the colonel gets, like, all, like, dude, you're fucking parenting? (laughs) Like, I can't even handle you right now. I know. It's important for the good guys to know that they can win against the bad guys. Mm -hmm. It's important for good to triumph over evil. And for children to realize they have to fight for good to triumph over evil. You have a point? Ah, yes, I do. Mary. Mary doesn't believe that she can win. She doesn't believe she has any power. And so she's, she's quit. She's thrown in the towel. You talked to Carlos? Yeah, I talked to Carlos, and I'm glad I did. But you see... Mary wanted me to talk to Carlos. She wants someone to tell her she's made a mistake and fix it because she doesn't really believe she has the power to do it herself. Mm. That's a pretty interesting statement. Yeah. And I kind of want to, before we continue down the coronal path, I think we should talk about Carlos. Oh, yeah. Um, I want to shout at him first. <laughs> <laughs> How did you feel about that bomb? Oh, that he cheated? Yeah. Where uh, uh, shocked and I'm like, "Wait a minute, why can't that be a reality?" I know. You know, right? like but for a quick second when they said that and then they both were like, "No, Carlos." I'm like, "Please don't tell me you're doubting your own daughter right now." You know, well, like not just that though. See, so that part, yes. That yeah. part I was like, Okay, if she says he cheated, he cheated. Absolutely. But if that was the case, why did you sign over custody of your son to him? Also that. Yeah. And I feel like if it was that big a deal, like yeah. that wouldn't have happened. You exactly. Know what I mean? Yeah. And that's why Carlos says all the things like Carlos says as much yeah. when Eric finally confronts him. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I really want to play the first part. Like the So it's like this long like five minute scene between Eric and Carlos and there and Carlos is saying some really cool things in it yeah cool meaning like like good points you know yeah. what I mean like I'm like I'm here for Carlos right like um <laughs> so Eric Eric barges in mm-hmm. <laughs> to Carlos's room dude first of all Carlos's arms Okay, okay, <laughs> sexiest man alive. People, look out. <laughs> Holy shit. Where do those guns come from? Like They, they were just damn. hiding. Damn. They were, hiding they, under bulky-ass fucking sweaters in New York. Yeah, basically. Bitch, let those guns out. <laughs> um, anyway, so Eric um, like barges in on Carlos. Mm-hmm. You let us think that she ran off and left you with she Charlie for no reason. She no, did you have a girlfriend. A girlfriend. There was no girlfriend. I hired a nanny. She wasn't a girlfriend. She was a nanny. I didn't have any choice. Mary was gone all the time. I needed some help. I have to work. You didn't have to cheat. And with the nanny? I wasn't cheating. Mary didn't believe me. Well, Mary didn't want to believe me. She just wanted out and used this as an excuse. Used used what as an excuse? Did she catch you with a nanny? She caught me having dinner with the nanny at the apartment. Oh, I cut that off too soon, mm-hmm. but um yeah. Yeah. 
I completely agree with Carlos. Yeah, same. Mary was just using this as an excuse. Yeah. Like, obviously they needed a nanny. Mary certainly didn't stop working when she had her kid. And and you know Carlos needed to, too. Yeah. So what do you think is going to happen? Yeah, New York, come on. Both of you need to work. Although... Colonel and Ruth, no, but they're in Buffalo. Yeah, and these guys were not in Buffalo. No. Okay, never mind. Um, so yeah, so like, fuck Mary, frankly, <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck Mary, kill. Yeah. Um, no, like, okay, not fuck Mary. I understand circumstances, but like, you know, Carlos is right. Like, yeah, she was gonna do whatever she wanted to do, and she just was able to manipulate the situation, especially with the Colonel and Ruth, yeah. and be like, oh, I don't trust him. Oh, whatever, you know. Um, but then it goes on from there because that's when, you know, Carlos starts talking about how she clearly wanted him and Charlie to be here when the Colonel was visiting yeah, so that they could be in the same room and talk. Yeah. Because, cause he's like, Carlos is like, I'll go talk to him. And Eric's like, he said he'd kill you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, he goes, not my words. His. <laughs> and Carlos is like, no, clearly like we need to have this out because like we need to get on the same page here. Mm-hmm. And Mary clearly wanted that. Otherwise she wouldn't have given us the vouchers for this weekend or whatever. Yeah. And then, so that's when they start talking. He starts talking about how the reason she signed over custody is not because she wants nothing to do with her son or whatever, yeah. but it's because she knew that it was the best chance he'd have at like being provided for because she can't get alimony nope. because she makes more money than him yeah. and she's like traveling and stuff all the time. So like truly it's best for him to have a stable home being cared for whatever in, yeah. with, with Carlos's family Mm-hmm. And Carlos is happy because he's with his family and he's got all this huge support system. Yeah. Mom, dad, aunts, aunts. uncles, whatever, mm-hmm. you know. So, like, it's really the best. And sh- and Carlos tells us that Mary, like, visits them in Puerto Rico mm-hmm. any chance she gets, mm-hmm. which for me was, like, a huge revelation. Same. I was like, that's amazing. Like, I did not know so, like, that she was did, happening. She didn't 100% abandon her yes. son. She just abandoned her life you know what i mean she abandoned her little nuclear family or whatever but she didn't abandon her son she didn't abandon her responsibilities to her son and dude because the way that they were writing the story out was really heartbreaking and here's the thing like basically we we can we can imagine in our mind's eye what happened in the writer's room right which is like at the end of last season they were like fuck mary we're gonna murder her you know slander her through the mud whatever and then we came here and we're like we need a closure to the storyline yeah finally finally i feel like i have closure yeah to mary and carlos i think so thing like it's it feels good obviously it's like not the tragic end right it, there's yeah. a hopefulness carlos even says like he's hopeful yeah. that like you know once he's more maybe more stable and like he runs the business and stuff like he's like hoping that they can actually yeah. get back together i don't know if that's ever gonna happen i don't know but for I, the sake of charlie i hope it does i don't know i have to admit like it feels good knowing that carlos is actually spending the night in the camden home i know with charlie like it does feel good you want i don't want them to lose connection i don't want this to like fall apart especially for the little one charlie like you want charlie to have all his both sides grandma yes. and grandpa you want yes. that yeah so so anyway so i feel like like yeah i feel good about 
I'm not saying I feel good about the whole storyline or whatever because none of it needed to happen. We never I had know. to have any of this happen. But now that it's happened, like I'm glad that we have this like semblance of closure. Yeah. For us, the audience. Yeah. Of, like, okay, I can close the book on this and not feel weird and aggravated and merry or like True. what the fuck. Like it's like we know kind of what's happening with yeah. them and like it's cool, you know, like I'm good. It's all good all good so then for for the colonel to say all that to eric about mary i feel like is very important Mm -hmm. because it also kind of reopens the door to mary a little bit yeah with her with her family you know like that you don't give up on her she's not a lost cause like she needs to know that she has agency in this life of hers like she gets to you know, win. Like, you know, she yeah. gets to come back. She gets to like slay her demons or whatever, yeah. you know. I don't know. And then, okay, so then the colonel takes it a step further because he's the colonel and of course he knows everything and he's amazing. Lucy, lovely Lucy, doesn't really believe that she can go out in the world and do good without doing something bad to her family. Mark my words, she'll lose something there. And Simon. Simon doesn't believe in himself now, not really. He he wouldn't be playing with this... Rose? Yeah, Rose. Isn't that an odd name for a girl like that? You don't like her, but you, you only spent about two minutes with her. I'm an expert in identifying the enemy. <laughs> but dude, like, it's so I fucking true. <laughs> so fucking true. And not only that, though... Like, Eric, hone in on your fucking instincts, man. And if that's one thing you need to instill in your children is instincts. Well, and that's exactly what 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 the colonel is saying. Says at the end, if you know yourself, let's, let's listen to the final thing he has to say. What about Ruthie? She got a problem. She wants to go out with a guy who's like two years older than she is and a lot more mature than she is, and I, I don't think she's ready for that. <laughs> I think Ruthie's ready for anything. But make your case and give her the responsibility for making the right decision. What if she makes the wrong decision? Well, who doesn't make a wrong decision now and then? That's how children grow up. What if the mistake she makes is you know, having sex too young? And What if she ends up in trouble? Uh, Ruthie, no, not her son. Please understand what I'm saying to you. You have to believe in your children, and your children have to believe in themselves. Now, your mother and I are going to drive up the coast a bit. We need some time to ourselves. We love you and Annie and all the kids. But you're a man. You can handle your problems, because I'm quite sure that I taught you to believe in yourself. Mm, mm. Um. Yeah. Oh man, I had an awesome thing I was gonna say, and I completely lost it. Oh. <laughs> Whatever, it'll come back to me, I suppose. But I feel like, yeah, that's true. This is okay. I oh, this I remembered. I feel like I had this epiphany listening to this clip just now. I think, and to what you were saying earlier about how Eric should like trust his instincts about Rose and stuff, right? Yes, we we the audience know. Yeah, Eric and Annie aren't happy with, about Rose. They're not happy about the fact that Carlos and Mary 
are split up. They're not happy about the fact that Lucy's like, I don't know what to do, whatever. Yeah. They're, they're not happy about any of that shit. Mm-hmm. But they can't do anything anymore. They can't. They can't force those kids hands anymore you know they can't tell simon you're not allowed to date rose he's fucking 21 years old he's outside the house like what are they gonna do all they can do is watch and try to be there and give advice and whatever that's why he's so hell-bent on this ruthie thing yeah because ruthie's the one kid he can still say no to like that yeah and control like that control sounds bad but you know what i mean yeah and and so he's hanging on to that shred of control he's got. He's like, why don't you have him come around a couple more times yeah. so I can fully vet him? Because he's like, I don't want to, I can't, I can't have you go too because then yeah. I have no control over anyone, you know? It's true. It's, yeah. it's a, and it's a scary thing, I can imagine, again, not being a parent myself. Like, I can, I can see how that's a scary thing for oh, parents, yeah, for you sure. know? They're out in the world. They're making their own mistakes. I can't help them. Like, fuck, you know? But, I mean, yeah, man, there's something to be said that, like... But believing you, in them. Yeah, believe yeah. in them, man. Like, yeah. you raise them, right? You raise them. You're, yeah. you're their parents. Don't you think you've given them enough lessons? Don't you think they know right from wrong? Okay, now let them put that shit to the test. Yeah. They're allowed to. How else are they going to grow? Yeah. Stop sheltering them. The more you do, the more fucked up they become. And in this in this episode particularly, he's Eric has, is given the opportunity to start making that right with Lucy. Yeah. You know, with the whole conversation about how I believe in you. You're not going anywhere. Like, we got this. We'll yeah. do this together. Like, I'm here for you, whatever. So that's the that's him starting. It's one kid at a time, right? Yeah. Like, starts with Lucy. He can do something about this right here, right now, because they're trying to kick her out of this position, and he's not yeah. going to let that happen. And because he believes in her, you know? Yeah. And, she's, and he's giving her the tools to believe in herself, because she's having all that doubt. She's like, what if it's terrible? And what if they don't like mm-hmm. me? And what if they never warm? And he's like, he's like... We've been doing a lot of what ifs lately. Yeah. What if, you know, Kevin gets shot? And what if, you know, Car- yeah. Mary and Carlos can't work it out? And what if Simon marries Rose? <laughs> right? Yeah. But it's like, let's play the what if game of it, what if everything turns out great. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. You have to voice both sides. How else are you going to know what it is? Yeah. And I kind of as, as sappy and as corny and as like saccharine as it was, I loved that sentiment of like, Everything is good always. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I'm going to cry. Oh. <laughs> I I love that. Yeah. I don't know. It it really spoke to me. <laughs> it's true though. It's a It was a pretty damn good episode. It it kind of was. Yeah. In a lot of ways it was like pretty perfect. <laughs> yeah. It was good. It never, it, yeah, I mean, obviously there was frustrating moments, but not because it was bad. It was I just know. like frustrating storylines or whatever. Yeah. But like we can deal with that. You know what I, I know. mean? The episode itself was good. I think so. Yeah. So All is well, let's rate it. <laughs> two thumbs up, I guess. Me too. Yeah. Is this the second two thumbs up for I, me? I think I think I, I gave the first one two thumbs up too, right? I think so. Yeah, that's a first. Back to back, two thumbs up. That never has happened. I know. Um, that's yeah. why we made a bold statement, but we don't know if we can stand by it just yet. We'll see. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, but 
I, I, I did enjoy this episode. <laughs> Same. I did too. It was entertaining. It yeah. was, it was everything I like the show to be, you know, yeah. it's about the characters. It's, it's, there's storylines happening. Yeah. It's propelling me forward. Yeah. It, you know, finally, finally, I know in their last moments, <laughs> their last dying breath, this show is they've like, had enough training. Yeah. They had enough training where now yeah. like they can maybe execute. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So that's going to do it for us this episode. As always, don't forget to subscribe, rate and review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. As a reminder, guys, whatever reviews you leave, we will read them on the air. So oh, yeah, we will reviews. Um, also, you can follow us on social media at number four heavens sake pod. Um, it occurred to me today as I was writing that out. Yeah, that. I've been saying it like I know, but like, pe- like I don't know if people realize it's heaven's sake. Like, if there's two S's in the middle of there, like it's not heaven's sake. Like, yeah. <laughs> so for the number four, heaven's sake pod. That's our social media handle. Um, <gasps> our email is for heaven's sake show at gmail.com. That's spelled out F O R, not the number. We couldn't make it more confusing for people. <laughs> Um, <laughs> also, as a reminder, we are on Patreon. We've got two tiers on there now. Yeah, we do. Um, our first tier is for $1 a month. You can, we're calling that the keep the lights on tier. Uh-huh. <laughs> so what that does is contributing to that tier will basically help keep the lights on, right? As soon when this podcast ends, which it will, um, you know, your contributions to that tier will really just help, you know, help pay the bills around here so that it can remain, um, on iTunes and in your favorite podcasting app, um, available to you to listen to whenever you want. So, um, and we really don't want to have to pull that. So we could really, you know, we'd love your support on that tier. We'd also, we're also going to give you guys a shout out for that tier. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, when you get your little welcome message from us, there you go. Um, you know, you just let us know what you want us to say, and we'll say just about anything. No haters, though. Yeah, like, I don't need no hate messages. I don't need no negativity. But we will say pretty much whatever you want us to say. Yeah. So that all that for just a dollar a month, which is really exciting. Plus, we're also going to be giving you guys like a little behind the scenes clip. It might just be audio. It might be video. We'll have to see kind of from month to month, but you'll get one of those from us each month. Um, and those will continue long after the podcast ends. <laughs> um, we, you know, we can, we can definitely do that. So yeah. we're excited about that. And then also for $5 a month, We've got our Heavenhead tier. That's not news. That's, you know, you get two bonus episodes a month of live commentary on movies that T has seen. That I, I think so. There. That's a lot of content. Already. Y'all, we're going to record another one tonight. We are going for it. <laughs> and like, and we don't know when those might end yeah we're not we, sure we're, we might just keep doing them for a while yeah we we don't have an expiration date on it yeah and we don't know if we will but as of right now yeah. it's up in no the plans. air yeah like no yeah. plans to end those let's so, see what where life takes us <laughs> yeah no plans to end those so that's a really great tier to get in on the ground of you will you will also get the shout out and the monthly yeah. you know bonus clip and all that stuff but you'll also get access to those two um movie commentaries and you know if you sign up now you've already got like 
30 hours of content available. 30 hours. So that's exciting. Um, Yeah. So that's going to do it for us until next time. Bye. Bye.